0: Uh, Philippians chapter 3 verses 12 to 16. This will be our focus for the sermon today as we continue our study in the book of um, Philippians on joy. So we're going to see what it means to have joy when we keep striving forward. Um, Here the word of God. Um, It's on the screen. Not that I already obtained this or am I already perfect, but I press on to make it my own because Christ Jesus has made me his own. Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. I press on towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Let those of us who are mature Think this way. And if in anything you think otherwise, God will reveal that to you also. Only let us hold true to what we have attained. Would you bow and pray with me? Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for allowing us to hear your word this afternoon. Father, I pray that um, you would speak to our hearts. Though I have studied, but I need your help. Though I have prepared, but I need your strength. Spirit of the living God, fall fresh on me, mold me and shape me, so that the words of my mouth, medicine of my heart, will be acceptable into your sight. O oh Lord, my work, my savior, my redeemer. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. As you take your seat, I want to preach this uh, um from this subject. Keep striving forward. Keep striving forward. It was the great American theologian, the great civil right justice preacher, Dr. Martin Luther King, who said this, If you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. Let me, let me say this again because that, that's, that's it well in my spirit. It says this. If you can't fly, run. If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. But whatever you do, who I wish I had a witness this. I wish I had a witness. Whatever you do, you gotta keep moving forward. Um, Uh, uh, there's a young man in fourth grade in New Jersey who wrote uh, um, an essay on this. Um, the, The young man wrote, his name was Charles A. Barnes III. He says this, what does it mean to fly when Dr. King says fly? He says this, how did Dr. King soar? He says, Dr. King soared above negativity. For example, many people said his speeches and actions and marches wouldn't change the law. However, he continued to fly in the face of those that doubted him. And he says, in the same way, you can, continue to, to, you can continue his flight for social justice by ignoring good behavior and negativity. If you can't fly with me towards liberty and justice for all, will you run with me? And Dr. King ran against all odds after being arrested over 20 times for protesting. He continued um, to fight for um, equal treatment. He was treated very badly. Um, Y'all know that um, his house was bombed and set on fire. He was even stabbed, yet he continued to run for race, uh, uh, um, uh, the race for justice. You too can continue his race for justice by standing for what, for what is right. If you can run to tackle injustice, then will you walk with me? In his famous speech, I Have a Dream, Dr. King stated that uh, um, white and black children would one day walk hand in hand and, and sons of, of slave owner and, and sons of former slave uh, um, will be to li- be able to live together. When we see the world that we live in today, though I know we still got problems, but we can see it, there's no more separate counters. And then he says, if you can't walk with me, would you quarrel with me? Uh, many attempts were made to bring Dr. King's mission, uh, uh, um, were made to bring his mission uh, um, for e- equal treatment to a crawling stop. Uh, y'all know he was jailed. However, even though he was slowed down, he still moved forward. Together, we must continue to move like Dr. King with a purpose, with a plan, and a vision. If you can crawl with me, can you move forward with me? When our actions have been made to slow down, let's, together, just as Dr. King did, Crawl until everyone has equal opportunities. By all means, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, we got to keep moving forward. That's a young man who was in fourth grade who wrote this that was published in a journal um, in New Jersey. That ought to be an encouragement. But we move to our text today, and we see that Paul is talking about the Christian life has a race, and Paul implored the same way that young men implore, whatever you do, you got to keep moving forward. And, and see, isn't not it isn't it interesting that we are running a race? Running a good race requires focus, physical exertion, and perseverance. Running a race means that you are in it for the long haul. From start to finish, you lay all distractions aside... And you remain focused on one thing, moving forward and finishing the race. You don't look back. You don't turn around. And most importantly, you don't quit. We can quit. In this Christian life, we are in a race. and this race, the Bible compares our Christian life as a race. And now you guys know that there are different type of races. Um, You send bolt. He sprints. And about 100 meters, and about what, 10 seconds or less, he's there on the finish line. But that's not our walk. That's not our race. We are not sprinting towards the finish line. We are running a marathon, and a marathon takes time. One thing I love, I love watching marathons. I love watching it. You know why? It's not because of the people who's going to finish first. It's the people who's going to take 10 hours, 12 hours to finish the race. Uh, um, there's this, um, I can't remember the name on the top of my head, but there's this, this, this Olympian who trained his entire life to run the race in the Olympic. And, and it was a 400 meter, I believe. And this guy, as he started, he pulled his M-string. And, and he pulled his M-string and he couldn't run. He couldn't run. And, and he, he prepared his entire life for this one moment. His father was in the stands, and his father knew how much work he put in. Ooh, I feel like preaching. His father knew how much work that he put in into this, this preparation. Then his father got off of the stands and got on the on the Olympic stands um, race track with him, and he put his arm around him, and his father, just as he was limping, but his father was running with him, and until they completed the race. Now, he did not win the first place, but he completed the race. And you and I, we are called to finish this race. We are called to move forward no matter what it is. In this life, we have called to move forward. And Paul shares that forward focus with us in this passage. Paul's focus is on what lies ahead rather than what is behind. In fact, strains towards what is ahead. That's what he uses. He presses on towards the goal in order to win the prize, which God called him and. Uh, which God called Him heavenward in Christ Jesus. You cannot be passive. You cannot be passive in your Christian life. You need to keep that forward focus so that you will be motivated to persevere and keep growing in Christ. Um, people who wants to lose, you know, a few pounds, um, when 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 they feel that they want to lose a few pounds, and when you really focus. When you're really serious about it, you hire a personal trainer. And when you hire a personal trainer, you know you're paying somebody to tell you what you need to do. And you know if you're paying somebody, you don't pay someone, you don't waste your money for someone for you to sit you know, in your bed and don't get up. When you get a personal trainer, they will call you and say, get up, you meet me at 6 o'clock. You get out there, you get to the gym, you get on the track. But guess what? They're not your best friend. You know what? They have one goal ahead. It's like for you to for, to attain the objective that you set forth for yourself. And most of us, what we don't realize is this: in Christ Jesus, we've been giving the opportunity. We've been giving all that we need to move forward. And we can't stay on the bench. We can't stay on the pew. We can't look backwards. We can look forward. We cannot look backwards, but we must look forward to what's ahead of us. And and, and I remember this, and and when I was getting married. When I was getting married, my nephew was just about to turn a year and a half. And my wife was adamant, that's, that's her only godson. My wife was adamant that Miles is going to walk down the aisle for the wedding. He was going to be the ring bearer. And people were like, um, my mother-in-law was like, well, I don't think Miles is going to make it because Miles just turned one and a half, and and he, he just now getting walking. Miles was born prematurely, so one and a half was actually at that time it was just like basically twenty one, and, and and all the struggles and, and 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 so so then I remember like it was yesterday, December twenty seventh, two thousand and eight. I'm I'm here, and, and and Miles's mother was one of the matron of honor, and, and Miles the doors opened, and and people every most people doubted, even in our families, most people doubted whether Miles was going to make it. And and so, but my wife was adamant. She said, I don't care what happens. Miles is going to be the ring bearer. But what people fail to realize is that Miles' mother was the matron of honor standing right there. So because when they opened the door, everybody, Miles stole the show. But All that Miles needed to see was his mom was standing right there. As long as his mom was right there, Miles kept moving forward. And people kept applauding. Miles kept moving forward. What I'm trying to tell you, even before I get to the four things I want to share with you, what we know is this, Miles' mom was right here. But what I'm telling you is this, at the end of our line is Christ Jesus. If we know Jesus is at the end of the line, oh my goodness. If we know that he's at the end of the line, no matter what happened, we got to keep moving forward. If miles at one and a half can walk down the aisle to be the ring bearer, you and I, no matter where we are in our Christian walk, knowing Jesus is at the end, we got to move forward. Now, can, 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 I, can, I, can I tell you this? Um, as we are, the text gives us four things as we are striving to move forward that we need to pay attention to. There are four things. And, 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 and I'm going to put them in a fancy phrase, but here, four Ps. Here, here's, what they, here's what they are. Perfectionism. Past, prize, and pursuit. Watch with me. First thing. First thing I want to tell you. If you're going to keep striving forward, number one, you have to be realistic about perfectionism. Watch what verse 12 says. Not that I've already attained or am I already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that which Christ Jesus also laid ahead for me. What Paul is saying here that he hasn't arrived, neither is he perfect. There are those that teach and believe that Christian can be perfect in this life. They teach that you can reach a point where you are perfect here on earth and no longer sin. Perhaps there were similar teachings around Paul's days. He makes it clear that he hadn't achieved perfection. He was striving after it, but hadn't reached it. You, you guys see what I'm saying? He was striving for it. He was going forward, but he hadn't achieved it. Perfection is our goal as believers, but it will not be fully realized until we are in heaven. Um, let, let me put in the theological plan for, uh, words for you. Um, when you are saved, when you are saved, you are justified. But, but you're, as you are growing, you are being sanctified. Y'all get this? When you are saved, you are saved once and for all, and there's no, the devil has no right to say he, he's holding anything over you. You are justified once and for all. But as we are walking in this life, We are working towards sanctification. Each day, we taking a step. We are taking a step towards sanctification, where we cuss less, where we uh, um, sin less, where we do things less. But until we get to glory, we will not be perfect. And 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 that's what the theologian calls the already and the not yet. You are justified perfectly, but you are being sanctified. Each day. So, which means you are being made perfect. So that's what Paul is saying here. And if we think that we arrive and we, we are sinless, we deceive ourselves. John 1, 1st John 1, 7, 9 says this, but if we work in the light as he is in light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his, his, the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all our sins. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. But 1 John 1 9 says this. If we confess our sins. He is faithful and just to cleanse us. To forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. When it comes to perfection. We got to be realistic. I know you all Haitians. Your mama ain't perfect. Nor your daddy perfect. The pastor is not perfect. But we are working towards perfection and so that's what we need to understand we we when we are realistic about our lack of perfection it should help us to realize that others are not perfect either we need to be patient with other believers and forgiving um when they fail um i I don't know how you may think we are here at a church this is not a perfect church I posted something uh, um, a couple weeks ago. This is a hospital for sinner. Those of you who are watching online, and those of you who are here, let me make it very clear to you. If you are a sinner, you are welcome here. If you're perfect, that may not be your church. I'm, I'm, being, I'm, I'm being honest. If you're perfect, then that, that, because I am perfect. I know David's not perfect. Pastor Clever is not perfect. This is a hospital for sinners. So sinners, you are welcome here. Because what we know in God is that God is looking for us to bring our imperfections to him. So he can perfect it as we are growing in him. That's what we need to realize. Paul was realistic when it comes to perfection. He understood that he had not achieved it in his own life. As Paul pressed in his Christian life, he knew that he wasn't perfect when it comes to to that. But here's something not only that we have to be realistic about our perfect about perfectionism but secondly we got to be forgetful about our past. We have to be forgetful about the past. Who? Can, 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 can I call on sister Elsa to help me preach right here? Let it go. Let it go. The past is in the past. Let it go. Let it go. Y'all, 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 y'all okay, I forgot. I have kids. My kids watch, uh, uh, um. y'all too holy and perfectly, so you haven't watched uh, um, Frozen. But my kids watch Frozen. So w- l- l- help me, help me. Let it go. Let it go. Because it says, she said what? The past is in the past. So be forgetful about the past. Watch what verse 13 says. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. But one thing I do, <laughs> here it is, one thing I do, what what, what does he do? Forgetting the past. Come on, y'all, help me preach. He forgets the past. It says this, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those what is ahead. Um, the devil has a way, ooh, can, can I drop this in your spirit right here? Uh, the only reason why the devil keep reminds you of your past because that 's where he belongs um, no, wait, wait, one one person guy let me say let me say it again the devil can only remind you of your past and what you have to do when the devil come reminds you of your past remind him of his future <laughs> uh, ooh, I wish I was about to go to church this afternoon um, when the devil comes to tell you about your past and i don 't care sometimes the devil comes in a form of the people, them those you know, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, um, the devil coming in that form. They, they, they're so quick to tell you. Well, uh, well, you know, um, last year, this, no, no, no. That, that's the past. That's the past. If you confess and you accept forgiveness, you move forward. Because here's the thing. The same people who's going to criticize you, they also have a past. And the chief criticizers are the people who have yet to deal with their past. I know I'm stepping on some toes, but that's all right. Um, forgetting what lies behind. Paul says, I forget the past, and I'm reaching forward to what lies ahead in the future. When it comes to the past, we need to be like Paul and be forgetful. Paul isn't saying that he hadn't actually remember, remember his past. He clearly understood his past. He had not forgotten the man he, he he once was. But it did not let his past discourage him or defeat him. He was determined to press forward and keep running the race. Paul knew who he was. Remember last week we talked about what Paul gave his, his resume? a uh, Jews of Jews. He was circumcised under eight days. He was a persecutor of the church. When it comes to zeal, he was a Pharisee. When Paul says this, guess what? I'm forgetting the past. For those of you who have failed in the past, who, who, who made a mistake in the past, who made a mistake last week, who fell in the past, if you confess today, move forward. Move forward. Um, MacArthur said like this. Paul made a break with everything in his past, both good and bad. Religious achievements Virtuous, v- virtuous deeds, great success in ministries, as well as sins, missed opportunities, and disasters must all be forgotten. They do not control the present or the futures. Believers cannot live on past victories, nor should they be debilitated by the guilt of past sins. You, you know one of my least favorite saying in church? This is how we always done it. We now in a post I don't know. In a COVID, post COVID age, I've seen the new term endemic. I'm 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 praising God for endemic. Huh? Yeah, exactly. Endemic. Yeah, that, that's the thing. Yeah. I'm praising God for endemic. But 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 see, here's here's the thing. What we used to do, how we used to do it back then, we can't rest on how it used to be. Are y'all with me? Is, is this thing on? Can, can, can you all hear me? We can't go on how it used to be. We must now get in the habit and get and in and, and, and a way to move forward and get in how things are going forward. Because believe it or not, if we go back to how things used to be, it won't be beneficial. Ooh, I can't get no help this afternoon. It won't be beneficial. We gotta move ahead. Churches are full of spiritual cripples, paralyzed by, by the grudges, bitterness, sins, and tragedies of the past. Others try to survive in the present by reliving past successes. They must break with that past if they are to pursue the spiritual prize. God is interested in what believers do now and in the future. No one, no one declared Jesus, after putting his hands on the plow and looking back, is fit for kingdom, uh, for, for the kingdom of God. The clearest vision belongs to those who forget the past. The clearest vision belongs to those who forget the past. We need to be like Paul when it comes to the past. Um, we need to overcome our past. C-c-c- can I put it to you this way? Um, the story is told about Jim Donovan. He's a motivational speaker. And he was a backstage at a circus. And he noticed that there were elephants um, that, that was kept in a place by nothing sh- uh, stronger than a thin rope that tied one leg to a stick in the ground. Uh, um, what, what he realized was that there were some giant elephants that were tied by a, a, a thin string, right? A thin string, they were tied, and they were in a little stick on the ground. A stick, just like this microphone, a stick like this, a thin string tied the leg of the elephant to the stick. And he said, um, he said, wait a minute, he was puzzled, he said, what prevented... These powerful animal from just snapping the rope and run away. He asked one of the strainer, uh, one of the, uh, um, trainers. And, and the trainer says this. They were raised in captivity. The animals are held like that from an early age when they were much smaller and weaker. They got so accustomed to the fact that they can break the rope that e- they eventually, uh, uh, um, they eventually quit uh, quit trying. They got so accustomed to being in a strand, to being tied up to a rope, that they quit trying. When they are full grown, they never attempt to pull themselves free. Like the elephants, how many of us go through life hanging on on a belief that we cannot do something simply because we fell at it once before? Have you avoided trying something new because of a limiting belief? Worse, how many of you are held back by someone, by someone else's limiting belief in you? Don't let yourself be held prisoner by beliefs or expectations that are no longer true. Paul says in verse 13, says this, No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved, but I focus on one thing, forgetting the past." And look forward to what lies ahead. When it comes to perfection, we have to be realistic. And the first part, we must be realistic about perfectionism. And we must, now we learn that we must be forgetful about our past. And thirdly, we need to be focused on the prize. Verse 14 says this, I press towards the goal for the prize of the upward call in Christ Jesus. Paul was focused on the goal. He was focused on the price. A good runner is focused on the finish line. A good runner focuses on the finish line. See, when, when it comes to us, when well, the problem that we do, we are not focusing on the finish line. We are focusing on the runners next to us. We are focusing on the distractions next to us. We need to focus on the finish line. Guess what? How David runs his race, that's none of my business. Because David is running towards the the finish line. How I run my race, it's none of their business. Because Dave has one purpose, to look at the finish line. My purpose is to look at the finish line. So if he's running faster than me, let him run. See, we are in the business of copycat. See, God did not make you a photocopy. Can, can, can I preach? God did not make you a photocopy. So God made you, you for a reason. So run the rest towards Jesus. You may be a fast talker. Run your rest towards Jesus. You may be a slow runner. Run your rest towards Jesus. The key thing is, it's not what somebody else around me does. It's what I do. We are bombarded. We are, we are in a competition business. Oh, well, because he preached like this, I gotta preach like this. Because he sings like, she sings like this, I gotta say like this. No, 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 no. I told you this. I would love to sing, but that ain't my race. (laughs) That, that's not, that's not, that's not how I run my race. I don't run my race through singing because I can't sing. I run it through preaching and teaching. That's my, that's how I run my race. Run the race with the gifting that God has given you. Stop focusing on others. If we stay focused on what's ahead, you don't get to be distracted by what's around. You know, sometimes we are too nosy. We all open people's Kool-Aid. You all of people's business. You become channel seven, two, three, four, all of them. And, and, and see, see, we also must be careful. Social media is not a true, a true um, portrait. Thank you. It's not a true portrait on how the race is run. Instagram is not it. TikTok is not it. Reels is not it. I know y'all don't do Facebook, that's for old folks. Social media is not how it's run because everybody on social media run a perfect. They they have a perfect life. They worship on, you know, they 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 got their pastor sixty seconds or less message. Everything looks perfect on social media, but that's not how it goes. People can post that on social media like that. That that means they have a brand they are protecting. But you, my brother, you, my sister. Keep your eyes fixed on Christ Jesus. Keep your eyes fixed. Whether you are crawling, you crawl to, you crawl your way to the finish line. If you are running, run your way to the finish line. You walk, walk your way to the finish line. If you are jump, whatever. Just do what God enables you to do. Don't be like somebody else when it comes to running the race. Just keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. Um, not only we gotta be realistic about, uh, um, about perfectionism, not only we have to be forgetful about the past, not only we got to keep our eyes fixed on the price, be focused on the price, but lastly, we have to be engaged in the pursuit. We have to be engaged in the pursuit. Verse 15 and 16 says this, Therefore, let us as many as as many as, as are mature have this mind, and if anything you think otherwise, God will reveal this to you. Nevertheless, to the degree that you have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us be of the same mind. Paul appeals here to the other believers who are mature to have the same mind that he had. He encourages others to press on towards the goals for the price of the upward call of Christ Jesus, of God in Christ Jesus, just as he was. He wants others to be involved in running the race. Um, I love watching the Animal Planet. I love when the animals are migrating from one place to another uh, um, y- 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 y'all know, you know you know you're getting old when animal planet excites you uh, um, but 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 you also know you're a preacher when you're watching the animal Planet it gives you good illustration I, I, I love how you, you see the birds they flack together and they 're going from up north to 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 uh, um, to south and then when 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 the weather changes they're going to go from back uh, from south to north and you see uh, um those 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 uh, um uh, um horses and 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 bears and all type of animals and they go now now you all know lions are bad hyenas are bad they, they 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 prey on the weak they they prey on those 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 herds when there's animals who are not who are weak so you you know what you know what they the, they they do the, those animals you know what they do there's some strong ones up front, and, and, and there's some strong ones in the back. And so what they are doing is that you will see the elephants, they are running, and you see the baby elephants, they are in the back, but the, the big ones are front, and there's someone on the side, and so they are all running the race. But they run in a way that the weaker are protected. So then, when, when a lion is looking to see where the weak one is, all that they see they see the strong ones that are all around. Whoa, I wish I had a witness. I know I'm preaching good, but you're not you're not helping me preaching. But can can I tell you this way? In this walk, in this race, if you are strong, get up front. If you are strong, get on the side. If you are strong, get in the back. But you if you are weak, get in the middle. See, that's the problem. Some part of our problems, we don't want to be disciples. We don't want to be part of a, a fellowship. We don't want to be part of the congregation. And as a result, you may be when you fall down, you don't have somebody to pick you up. And Paul is saying, listen, let's be, let's run this thing together together. It's not based on one's strength, it's based on our strength together. Let's run this race together. Oh my brothers and sisters, those of you watching online, let's run this race together. Let's run it together. (sighs) Pursuing God is costly. Um, I I know there's a theology out there. Do you? you, Do you? Do you live your best life? Mm -mm. Pursuing God is costly. So, so, so a lot of a lot of you. The reason why you are not getting. In the fold to run the race is because you don't want to give up that sin that you are in love with. You don't want to be accountable. You don't want to be held accountable. And, and see, when you are willing to run this race, it doesn't matter how weak you are. It doesn't matter how strong you are. But when we are all together, we are it's impossible for us to be defeated. Um, the Bible says in Ecclesiastes, a chord of three string. Is that easily broken? And I know that's used towards marriage, but I'm telling you, it's used in every application in the, in the Christian race. If we are together, my favorite race is the, the, the relay race. You do know that the relay race, everybody has a part to run, but they all get the gold medal. Only one makes it to the finish line. But but see, see, Jesus already made it to the finish line for us. <laughs> and, and see, all we have to do is keep running the race that he already set for us. Pursuing God is costly. The things that we have to give up to get near to him, they are worth it. I, I know, I know, I know. People don't want to give up talking bad, uh, um, bad, foul language. People don't want to give up, you know, the 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 pleasures, physical pleasures. They don't want to give it up. But I'm saying to you, I'm saying to you, if you want to run the race, if you want to make it to the finish line, you got to give up some stuff. Um, a runner, a runner by default, if you pay attention, a runner run, uh, wears as little as possible. As little as possible. Do you know why? Because they don't want anything to be a hindrance to them. They don't want anything to be a hindrance to them. In other words, the boo obey that become a hindrance to you, run the race to Christ, give it up. The, the music that are not godly music, that are not fix your heart towards Jesus, give it up. The lying, the cussing, give it up. The cheating the stealing give it up God is asking you to give something you know why God already gave the best thing that one can ever ask for he gave Jesus I'm a Baptist preacher I preach Jesus he gave Jesus and Jesus paid the price so you don't have to carry any baggage anymore woo Did did you hear what I just said Jesus paid the price so you don't have to carry anything anymore um, one of the things people get, you need good credit to buy a house, to buy a car. You need good credit to own anything that's meaningful in America. And some can say you need good credit to get to heaven. But you don't, you know, the thing is, you come with your zero credit. You know, the, the, what, the highest credit score is what, nine something? Is it seven something? 720? Is it what nine something? 8, 820? 850? 850, yeah, 850. I don't have that. Um, 850 is the perfect credit score. If you got 850, you pay no interest in, about anything. As a matter of fact, they're going to beg you to buy things because you got a perfect credit score. But see, in heaven, to you, for you to run the race with Christ, you need a zero credit score because if you come with a zero credit score you basically file bankruptcy and see at that moment Jesus perfect credit applies to you y'all not feeling me but I'm feeling what I'm saying if you come with your 820 850 it won't get you into heaven because that's what you've done on your marriage But see, if you come with your zero credit score, you bankrupt. And you say, God, just as I am. Tell que je suis, pour moi, Seigneur. Just as I am, Lord, take me. And if you say, God, take me just as I am, and he will take you just as you are. so With your past, with everything you've done, he will say, you are forgiving my son. You are forgiving my daughter. Let me take you and take you to my God. And run the race. Jim Elliot says this, he being Christ, he is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain that which he cannot lose. Lose your perfect credit score on earth. Lose that and give it to God. Give God all your flaws, all your sins, all your past hurts, all your past mistakes. Give it all to God and let God take you and, and, and restore you and mold you and shape you so that you will be fit to run the race. I'm done. Application. Application. Um, Hebrews 12, 1, to th- uh, um, 3. I make the uh, uh, um, reference already. It says this. Therefore... Since we are surrounded by such great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the, and the sin that is so clearly entangles. You, you know, like, can I, can, whoo, I'm going to step there. You, you know how people now get into entanglement? <laughs> get out of entanglement. Uh, Whether it be physical entanglement? Jesus can set you free from that. Emotional entanglement? You can be free from that mental entanglement. You can be free from that in Christ Jesus. I, 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 I'm not going to say there, but but it says entanglement. So I'm thinking about people. You 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 know people got one two three boubaes whatever. You know you, no no get out of the entanglement. Come to Christ and be set free. It, it, it says it says throw off everything. Uh, throw off everything that would hinders you, and it says this. Let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us fixing woo, fixing our eyes on jesus fixing our eyes on jesus the pioneer and perfecter of our faith the for the joy set before him he endured the cross scorning its shame and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God, consider him who endured such opposition from sinners, so that you will not grow weary and lose heart. As you are running this race, don't, don't lose heart. I got four things I'm going to tell you in the application. They're going to put it up on the screen. Four things. Watch this. You ready? Go ahead. There you go. Watch this. Don't give up. How how do I keep striving forward? Don't give up. You got to persevere. You got to persevere. You got to persevere. And here's the good news. Number two, you got to stay in God's words. You got to stand on the promises of God. And a lot of us, the reason why we are struggling is because we don't know the promise that's set before us. I keep telling you all this, uh, and my, my kids, when they want something out of me, they're trying to make me make a promise. Because they know that if I make a promise, I won't break it. Y- y'all think I'm still talking about me and my kids. Our God makes certain promise promises about you and I. When we know those promises, that enable us to keep striving forward, knowing that God cannot lie. And he will not fail. Not only you got to persevere, not only you have to stand on his promise, but hear this one. Hear me well now. Hear me well. You must receive and accept his forgiveness. Did you hear what it said? You got to receive and accept his forgiveness. You guys know I read it in, in 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sin, he's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. A lot of you, you are... Here to run the race, but you refuse to accept this forgiveness. Guess what? If God forgives you, you are forgiven. If the sun sets you free, you are free indeed. If the sun sets you free, you are free indeed. Guess what? Haitian's gonna hold it against you. Praise God for them. But if you are if you've been freed in in Christ, you're free. Run. Run like Forrest Gump. Accept the forgiveness that you've been given. And lastly, you must be in constant communication with Him. Y'all wake up, you're gonna check your social media status. Before you do this, say a few words of prayer. Say a few words of prayer. Say, God, thank you for waking me up this morning, thank you for watching over me last night. This day is in your hand. Have your way in my life. Protect me, bless me, protect me from unseen and from seen obstacles. Lord, I'm standing on your promise that says, this is the day that the Lord I've made. I will rejoice and be glad in it, in Jesus' name. If you can do this every morning, you start on the right path. And then before you go to bed at night, says, God, I ask forgiveness For the sins that I've made that I know and that I don't know. And God, please give me the strength of the sins that I know so that I continue to make them. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you can do this as a starter, you're on the right path. See, you have to keep striving forward. You got to keep moving forward. My question for you this afternoon, how well are you running your race? Are you pressing forward? Are you striving forward with the same fervor and determination that Paul, that marks Paul's life? Can you say this with Paul today? One thing that I do, forgetting those which are behind and reaching for those things which are ahead. I press towards the goal. I I keep striving towards the goal. For the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Every ask close, every head bow. Every ass close, every head bow. How many of you that says, Pastor? this word spoke to me. This is exactly what I needed. And I want to keep striving forward. But, but there's some issues I got to let go. I, 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 I realize that perfectionism, I have to be realistic about that. And I have not been realistic about it. Some of you are watching online, you probably said, you know what, I, I haven't come back to the church because this building looks like a perfect building. But I'm, I'm telling you this afternoon, I'm telling you right here, right now, that this is a hospital for sinners. You are welcome back. And if you are here and you, you're dealing with perfectionism, I want to pray for you. Just, just stand up on your feet, wherever you are. And, and some of you cannot let go of the past mistakes. It seems like the devil keep reminding you and and, and the devil's agents keep reminding you of your past mistakes. And and this morning, we're going to get Sister Elsa's help. We're going to let it go. If that's you, would you stand on your feet? We're going to let it go. We're going to let it go. Because the past is in the past. We are moving forward. And and, and there, there are some of you, there are some of you you said, I'm having problem, I'm, I'm being distracted. I'm not focusing on the prize. And, 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 I want you to know that those of us who are stronger, we are all around you. We 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 want to disciple you. If that's you, we'll just stand on your feet. I want to pray for you and let you know that we are here. We are here. The, this ministry, this ministry, in case you don't, if you haven't gotten it yet. This ministry is about relational discipleship, relational discipleship. We have some matured women here. We have some matured men here, and we want to disciple you. We, will, we want to make sure that we help you stay focused on the prize. And there are some of you. you need to be engaged in the pursuit. We here, we have Bible study. We have Zoom Sunday School for all ages. We have Night of Worship. We have the gathering. And more things are coming. But we want you to know that you don't have to run this race alone. We are all here for you. Anybody else? Anybody else that says, I want to keep striving forward. Father God, we thank you for these, your children. They got up and say, we want to keep striving forward. Lord, I pray by the power of the Holy Spirit through Christ Jesus that you would strengthen them. You would let them know, you would remind them that You've paid the price to Christ Jesus so that they can run the race. And all they need to do is to keep their eyes fixed on Christ Jesus, who is the author and finisher of their faith. Lord, know that they are in this fold, in this fellowship. They don't have to run this race alone. And Lord, those of us who are strong, enable us to come around them so that they would run this race for you. And Lord, in the end, in the end, Lord, they would hear, well done, my faithful servant. Father, there are some today who are not able to let their past go. Father, in the matchless name of Jesus, we know what the word of God says. We are forgetting what is behind us, but we are looking ahead. Father, may they look ahead May they look ahead in every area of their lives. Because Father, you are ahead, waiting for them. You've already taken care of their past. So Father, empower them. There's some who are watching online right now. They are struggling with their past. Lord, would you break the chain of their past and set them free so that they would run ahead. They would follow you forward. Oh, Lord, thank you for reminding us that we don't have to live in our past. We have to keep striving forward. Oh, Lord, bless your children, those who are online and those who are here. Bless them, O oh Lord. Thank you for setting somebody free this afternoon. Thank you for setting somebody free who are watching online. And enable them to know that. And you, we are striving forward. We do this, not because of anything we've done, but simply because of what Christ Jesus has done. We ask for all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on. Can somebody put their hands together and praise God? If you've been set free, if you want to strive forward, say hallelujah. I can hear you. If you want to keep forward, say hallelujah.